Hi everyone, Justin Monorail here. I just wanted to drop in to ask a quick favor. At the beginning of this show, we're going to talk about kind of a tough subject. And I know that when you hear it, you're going to have some thoughts and feelings and you're going to want to react to that. And that's fine. I just ask you one thing. Please, please, please don't post this information on social media or on the Discord group or on the Facebook group. If you have any questions or thoughts or comments or anything that you want to say to Landon, Sam, or I directly, please send us a private message. I really appreciate this. Let's let the people that hear this hear it directly from the podcast and not from anywhere else. Thank you so much. Have a great Monday. Bye. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Welcome aboard the Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And Dreamers, I'm so happy you're back with us once again for episode number 166 on this, the second day of August 2021. Can you believe it? July is over. It's August. That means it's uh, pumpkin spice season, my friends. It's here. It has arrived. Whether you like it or not, you go to a Bed Bath & Beyond, you're going to be pumpkin spicing it up. So prepare your nostrils. Someone who never has to prepare their nostrils because he was born with prepared nostrils is my good friend and co-pilot, Let's welcome him in now. It's Landon the Dawsdone. Landon, welcome to the monorail. Hi, everybody. Coming to you from the isolation station of love. It's me. It's Landon. And yes, not only do I have prepared nostrils, I have perfect nostrils. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I feel like my sense of smell has deteriorated over the years. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't think this is like a long lasting effect of like any kind of COVID virus. I just feel like I think it's something that happens when you have either too many pets or too many kids you become <laughs> somewhat immune to certain things <laughs> the term is nose blind nose blind yeah <laughs> it's yep. not quite as sharp as it used to be so well well i'm i'm lying i don't have perfect nostrils because i too have similar to you i i feel like my uh sense of smell has lessened but i think that has more to do with the copious amounts of cocaine i've <laughs> so <laughs> but <laughs> you you do have the cocaine to thank for your giant nostrils that can suck in all that air. and That is true. Cause and effect. You be the judge, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I'm kidding. I don't do no. cocaine. Only heroin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Black tar is, is my brand. You know, some people like to say they're Pepsi. Some people like to say they're Coke. My particular brand is black tar heroin. Well, you just said you weren't Coke. So, I mean... <laughs> Well played, Jay. Well played. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Uh, it's a message we want to share because, you know, we're a family around here. and uh, mm -hmm. Yep. 
and 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 I know that for some reason some of y'all look up to us and base your decisions on what we say and do. So I want to go out on that limb, and I'm not afraid to say it. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Yeah, I said it. Come at me, the internet. <laughs> Unless you're in one of those states that's cool and legalized pot, then, you know, uh, hey, 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 smoke weed every day. Well, for you guys, it's not illegal and do what you want. You're um, adults, I assume. I say some, as I- most, most or some. Some, some, if not all of our listeners are adults. We, there are probably some kids that hear this podcast because it gets played in a car. Then most definitely to the children right now, don't do drugs. Wait until you go to college. Then it's fine. Yeah. And to those parents, I want to say, I apologize because I know sometimes we put you in an awkward situation with our subject matter. Yeah. It happens to me on podcasts. That I'm listening mostly, to. <laughs> m- mostly, mostly because I, I I push the issue, so I apologize oh, no, more not, accurately. It's not always you, man. I, <laughs> it, but it's mostly me. Let's be honest. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> hey, how did you think Steffers did in your absence last week? Y'all killed it. That was that was a great episode. I went in with no expectations because I mean I'm not on it, so I have expectations. But that was a very fun, informative uh, podcast. And uh, by the way, I do apologize for missing last week. I had a dudes weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to see some friends for the first time in several years, so yeah. that was nice to enjoy. And plus, you know, I I threw out my back, uh, pulled a muscle, but more accurately, uh, my back hurt from carrying this entire damn <laughs> operation by myself for the last few months. But you know, I'm 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 I- back on. I'm I'm off the mend in 100%, so thanks. Very, very good. Yeah, Steffers yeah, did Good great. job, Steffers. You and, did it. You know, uh, she had some big news this past week. I want to give her a shout-out because officially starting this month, I think starting this week, she's launching her very own podcast. Yeah, Adventures with Steffers. Yeah. So, you or as know, you called it, Adventures by Steffers. Adventures by like Steffers. Adventures adjacent to Steffers. Adventures for Steffers. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers with Steffers. Avengers <laughs> assemble with Steffers. <laughs> it's one of these things. Yep. But you can find it on all the podcatchers and also like go to her website, adventureswithsteffers.com. And there's a link to her website on our website if you have trouble finding it. So morningmonorail.com, there's a link right at the top. And if you scroll down and you click on the cute little picture of Steffers on there, it'll take you right to her website. How sweet is that? And by the way, uh, leave her a review. Remember, five yes. stars or GTFO. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You guys may not realize how important the reviews are. They, re- I, 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 I can mm-hmm. tell you the weeks where we get like a, more than one review. Um, I think those are the weeks that our numbers start to pick up, and it's something about the iTunes algorithm. Yep, it's that algorithm. Yeah, so she's going to be dropping multiple episodes uh, like early on because she's already got a bunch in the can. Good for you, Steffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way to way to prepare, Steffers. Yeah, Thumbs up from the does. Yeah, and uh, but seriously, check it out and then re- re- give her a review on iTunes because it will get a lot more ears. Uh, connected with that podcast more quickly and Steffers deserves it you know she's put in a lot of hard work I feel like she's been in the development system for a while working with you know of course the Dillos over at Theme Park Thursday she's aka the development system then she came up to the big leagues to work with us and now she's uh she's doing her own thing she's uh she's an expansion team did she you know she she does the live show. She does all sorts of things. And Steffers, you could see her becoming more and more comfortable behind the mic as time went mm-hmm. on. And I think she's absolutely ready to do this. And I and it's going to be uh, a very successful program. So go yes. be, go be part mm-hmm. of that. Once again, thumb thumbs up from the does. Yes, very good. We're very proud of you, Steffers. Steffers. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Before we get into the fun stuff, guys, uh, you know, I 
consider we Landon and I both we we all consider this a big family. That's the way that we've approached this podcast uh, from the beginning. It started with Landon, myself, my wife, and the kids. It was a family program. We didn't start off by calling you all the Monorail family, but that's something that happened relatively quickly because we realized that this common ground of interest that brings us together, that is the magic of, of Disney and Disney parks, is something we all treasure, and it's something that we keep very close in our hearts, and that gives us this connection that makes us feel very close very quickly. And the connections that we've made through this podcast, through our social media what have you, have been some of the most rewarding things um, that we have, I, I would say, benefited from through this podcast and um, made made lifetime friends, uh, 100% for sure. So that being the case, we do consider this a family. And sometimes families have to have tough conversations. And uh, so we're going to start today with one of those tough conversations. So I encourage you all to Gather in the living room. Grab grab a spot on the couch. Uh, dad's got get, Dad's got to have a, a little chat with you here. If so. you're eating Cheetos, do not sit on the couch because we can't pay to get the couch cleaned again because of your stupid Cheeto fingers. <laughs> Chad, well, plus that's how we get ants, and nobody wants. Mm-hmm. Do you want ants? Nobody wants ants. Sorry, please proceed. So uh, let me let me start off with this. Um, you know, I I, I think. COVID over the last, uh, gosh, almost 18 plus months now has been a pressure cooker in a lot of ways for a lot of things. Um, there have been a lot of things that have happened over COVID. Um, new challenges arise, challenges that exist become more difficult to deal with in times like this. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's, that's something that has been a factor. I mean, you, when you saw that uh, the monorail had to take a little hiatus, and then thankfully uh, Captain Pucci stepped in and and uh, brought the monor- monor- monorail forward, there were a lot of things that were going on there. But but a big factor was like COVID, and then you know I, we had uh, my parents staying with us for a little while, and there were a lot of challenges that were going on, and um, and life uh, you know unfortunately gets in the way of some of these things that we like to do. To, to have fun and distract ourselves. And, and sometimes it's better to, to focus on those things. And, um, so we had to take a little break and then we started easing our way back into it. And, and with Landon's great assistance, we were able to get the monorail rolling again and, and started doing the thing. But obviously it was different, uh, because it was just me and Landon. We, I, I thought at the time that Sam and the kids would, would maybe come back after the official show launch. And that unfortunately didn't happen. And, and, and you know, it, became pretty queer clear <laughs> became pretty clear after the first couple of weeks that they weren't going to be um, really going to be part of the show and that's okay you know we were we were willing to keep doing it but um, behind the scenes um, you know there there's a lot of other things going on and so uh, the first thing I'm gonna say is that we have come to we I mean Sam and I have come to the mutual decision that the best thing for the two of us is to get a divorce. Now, I didn't know if I was going to share this on the show, but as I thought about it, number one, I don't really want there to be a lot of rumors and innuendo about what's happening. I would much rather just be upfront. Like I said, we're a family. Families share tough news. And this is, you know, it's tough to share. It's tough to go through, but this is what's 
happening right now. The great news is we have a very good relationship and we don't have any hostility to each other. We, we, you know, sure over the years you, you develop some, some angry feelings about certain things and different things happen. But, but at the end of the day, we've been together 13 years now. We've raised two kids together. We were a combined family and, uh, we, we were a very, very effective, good team for a very long time. And, and as we've continued to grow and, and the years have continued to come, you know, we've, we've grown apart and these sorts of things happen. Um, there was no major incident that caused this for those of you who may, who may be wondering. Um, it was really just, uh, over time paths diverged and sometimes this happens. And rather than it become a really big issue where we start to be at each other's throats and really start to have problems, we had some very tough conversations and decided that this was the way that we needed to go. So that's the first thing that I wanted to tell you all. Um, it's really just kind of like, uh, kind of gotten into motion over the last few weeks. And, uh, so things are, are starting to now change kind of rapidly. So that's the first thing open up front. I am a habitual oversharer and now I have done that. So you're welcome. Uh, number two, as I mentioned previously, when this show started, it started with the five of us and that was our identity. We were a, we were a family show. Um, we did this together. I think that so much of our listener base appreciated the fact that we had the views of the kids on the show they liked all the variety of the voices, the, the, you know, differences of opinion, the thoughts, all that sorts of thing that the kids brought that Sam brought that Landon and I bring to the table. Um, and in my mind, this brand, this monorail brand is about the family, not just ours, but yours. It's all of us together. And so understanding the, the way things are going to be changing in the very near future to me, I feel like the best path forward is to go ahead and wind down this particular podcast, the morning monorail podcast. Now, when we stopped previously, it was sudden, it was all of a sudden we pulled the rug right out from under you and it was gone. And I know that was difficult and, I, and I'm not doing that right now. What we have decided behind the scenes is that we are going to plow ahead to episode 170. That's going to be the final show. So you all are ready. Episode 170 which I think, let me just look at the date so I can give you all a date, but like this is 166 coming up on the second. So nine will be 167, 16 is 168, 23. So August 30th. So uh, August 30th, 8.30. The Monday of 8.30 will be uh, episode 170. Um, we're going we're gonna to keep doing the Disney news. We're going to keep doing the fun segments you've come to know and love. I'm sure Steffers is going to make at least one more, if not multiple appearances. But as we kind of progress towards that date and that number, I'm going to ask you all to do something I've never asked before. And that is, <laughs> if you want to send us like a, a little audio clip, you want to call the hotline, um, something like that. Uh, share your favorite memory. Um, maybe, a, you know, your message to the rest of the family as we kind of wind this thing down, I would love for you to do that. So please, please, please send, um, anything that you have, uh, sometime before let's say, uh, let's say like the 25th of August, 
If you send that stuff to the Monday morning monorail at gmail.com, or you could maybe send us a private message. If you don't want to, if you don't want to send audio, you just want to send, uh, something written, uh, you can do that email, text, whatever it may be. And we're going to share that on the final episode. And I'm sure we'll be sharing thoughts. Uh, Sam and the kids will be on the last episode. They're going to be there. We've already, I've already got commitments from all parties. Um, so we can do this together. Uh, but, uh, I, first of all, I, I probably should have said this right up front, but, um, uh, as you're listening to this, I, please don't, uh, go react to this on like Twitter or, or discord or wherever. Like, um, I would much rather if you've got thoughts, feelings, concerns, I would really like to you to send them to us like private message. Um, if you've got questions, anything that you want to say, you want to talk about something, uh, please do that through private message. I'd, I'd really rather you not put it on social media because I don't want people to find out that way. I would rather them find out here from my voice. Um, so, uh, and, and I'll probably, when, when the episode comes out, I'll, I'll mention something about that. Or maybe I put a little disclaimer at the very beginning of the show. So it's, uh, it's not buried back here, but, um, so, uh, so I know, I know some questions are going to be, uh, bouncing around in regard to the Patreon. So first of all, you may have noticed this already. I did pause the, the payment cycle for August. Um, what we intend to do is go ahead and do a couple extra bonus episodes. We'll probably do a couple videos and I'm going to be doing that and sharing that on the Patreon. We'll do another Q and a, uh, before it's over, or at least a, a little live show before it's over. Cause Landon didn't get to do the first one. So we'll do it. Um, but we're not going to charge you for that. So you paid first for the first month. We really appreciate that. It means so much. Um, we're going to give you content, um, that you didn't pay for. Uh, so basically stretching your, your dollar a little bit further. Um, so that's the first thing. And then you, you can in August, uh, maybe at the end of August, just go ahead. If you want to like, uh, uh, cancel, uh, like just unsubscribe or whatever you need to do, go ahead and do that at the end of August. Um, I'm going to leave the Patreon discord open for a couple of months. Uh, but I'll probably wind that down sometime in like September. The, Social medias are probably going to go a little silent. Uh, Morning Monorail Twitter the um, and the Instagram probably going to wind down. The Facebook, however, the, the Monorail Family Facebook group, I'm going to keep open I, probably forever. Um, it, it kind of is like a little bit of a different thing. Um, so I encourage you, if you're following us in other places, I encourage you to go join that morning monorail family on Facebook. If you want to stay in touch with us and also the people that are, you know, friends of the, of the program. Um, and you know, you never know, uh, in the future, I'll probably keep our YouTube active because, um, we've discussed like doing some live shows, some drop-ins. I'd love to still collaborate, uh, with some of our friends, Steffers, the Dillos, uh, Tom, Michelle, um, you know, Adam, Mouse and more like, uh, I'm going to forget Keenan and Rachel, um, all of our friends that, that we've made that are also content creators. We're, you know, open to collaborating and, and doing things with you all. Um, so, you know, the YouTube will stay up morning monorail family on Facebook will stay up. Everything else is probably going to wind down. So just, uh, be prepared for that, but kind of heading into the, the end of August and we'll do a big finale then. So, uh, I've talked for a long time, Landon, I'd like to give you an opportunity. You have any, any words to say at this time? I, and I don't mean like a, a farewell cause we're going to do that all episode 170, but just any thoughts on, on this stuff so far. Um, clearly my heart breaks for what y'all are going through. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Well, 
one thing I want you all to know is that uh, we we love and appreciate every last one of you, and and I, I hope I hope you've gotten that message um, over the years of us producing this podcast, and you're going to get it over the next month too, because we wouldn't have uh, been able to maintain this as long as we have without all of you, and uh, that's what it's all about. And I and I hope that I hope that we have allowed you to make friendships and connections that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise, and and I hope that we maintain a lot of this stuff. So. I don't know, Sam. Let me say this. Um, I want to continue doing some version of this podcast. The Morning Monorail moniker, MMM, uh, uh, a throwback, will uh, be going away. But I intend to, as of now, continue to do some sort of this podcast. It might evolve. We might add some stuff. We might take some stuff away. But I, I intend to cat and poochie the hell out of this thing and 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 keep going so uh i'm i'm gonna need a new name for a podcast so uh if you have any suggestions right now i'm thinking dillo's dawes <laughs> uh, but uh but but that's just a working title but we'll figure something out uh again man uh i love you yeah i i love the entire family I love the entire virtual family so my heart breaks for you what you're going through and uh by God, we're going to keep on doing this, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah As so I drink an entire beer right now. I uh, <laughs> I don't encourage alcoholism. Um, but sometimes you need a drink. I will say this. I So, Landon, I think that would be a good goal. By episode 170, it would be good for you to have like a new name and a new plan. And and, and the intent... Oh, God. I, I got to do something now? Oh, Oh, this was a terrible idea. The the intent will be like I I will um we'll post it on the the morning monorail feed so you can just pick that up. Uh, but we will change you know the logo is going to change the name's going to change but it'll be right here in the feed. I've so. already figured out what the logo is going to be. It's going to be a picture of my bare ass. So <laughs> mm-hmm. well. yeah, still working on the name, but the logo. Mwah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that way, uh, you guys are still gonna, you, you'll still have your Captain Poochie content. I know that you all will appreciate that. You've got a lot of fans out there. So. Man, talk about a consolation prize. Y'all are losing your favorite podcast. And then this ding dong is taken over. Oh my God. I don't, nobody know. wins in this situation. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know what? With the, I hope that one thing that remains in the Dawes podcast, whatever it will become, is a, a little Zoe interaction. We got to get the squeak toy in there. Oh yeah, God willing, uh, as long as God keeps putting that black fuzzy thing on the earth, uh, you will hear the uh, purple bone because uh, she <laughs> likes that more than she does me. So, <laughs> so good. That, that's some continuity for people as well. Um, mm, heavy. I understand. And uh, please know that uh, we don't take any of this lightly. I know. I know we're occasionally we're, we're squeezing some laughs in here and trying to make a little bit of light um, in this uh, difficult conversation. But but just know that this isn't something that that any of us decided on a whim or or lightly because this podcast does mean a lot to all of us, and uh, mm-hmm. you all mean a lot to all of us. Yes. And uh, I don't want to disappoint any single person. Um. So just know that. 1,000% what he said. Uh, believe me, there's been some conversation behind the scenes. So, yeah. Um, thank you all for, for, for coming along the ride. And uh, we, we still got a couple more episodes in, in us. So yeah. uh, 
Hang tight. It's going to be fun. Uh, and hard pivot, fart noise. Let's 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 have some fun. All right. <laughs> uh. So sometimes after a hard conversation, it's nice to have some ice cream. So I feel like this oh, is—I yes. feel mm-hmm. like this is a good segue. Uh, and and yes, this tone is going to change pretty quickly now. And I'm, I'm sorry, but there's no easy way to do this. Um, yeah, didn't you hear the fart noise? It's fun now. So. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear a fart noise. I just said anyway. It's all right. It's a meta. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, it, it, it could be difficult. I know you, you guys are, I'm not, I know you're like me. You, you love to get ice cream from some of your favorite places. And sometimes it's hard to get into some of your favorite places, like, for example, Beaches and Cream. Mm-hmm. But there used to be an option where if you couldn't get a table, you could actually walk up to the little window and get to-go ice cream. Yeah, that to-go window was was a sweet option. I know, and, and it's probably the only option for a lot of people back when Beach, <laughs> Beaches and Cream had five tables inside. Factually correct. <laughs> Uh, but it has been closed since December of 2020. It's it's you know going on eight months that it's been closed. As of July 30th, there was a so- I'm going to call it a soft serve opening. Hey now, and it will be reopening very soon, according to cast members. So, if you are a fan of Beaches and Cream, what they have to offer, I don't think you can get the kitchen sink from to go window. You can get a small one. You can get a small kitchen sink, but not the full fledged two cans of whipped cream or whatever it is. <laughs> two and you have cans. to say it just like that too. They make the whole place say it. Maybe I'm getting confused because uh, you got to yell the two shots of rum thing when you're in Trader Sam's. It's something similar about cans of whipped cream. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're, you're going to be able to get your ice cream cones, your shakes in a souvenir beach club mason jar floats. The mini Mickey sink and a smaller kitchen sink. You can get all of those things from the window. And uh, man, I, I, I love this because sometimes I do want some beaches and cream ice cream and... Uh, other than the the burgers, I don't know that the food is my favorite thing in the world. So, I, let's be honest: the main event at Beaches and Cream is the cream. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to Beaches and Cream, you're not expecting a uh, five star quality uh, full blown meal. You want to go for some five star dessert. And uh, looking at the post from AllEars.net, they have a picture of the vanilla souvenir shake uh, with cake on top for fifteen dollars. <laughs> uh, my exact reaction ahead of the show, looking at it, was expletive deleted. That looks really good. Oh yeah, it looks so good. Yeah, there, I mean, there's no two ways about oh, it. God. It looks it looks like um, diabetes in a cup, but it also. I was looks- going to say not healthy for you, but at the same time, what a way to lose a foot, right? I mean, if you're going to go out, go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> it's a good way to do and it. Besides, the entire world's still on fire, so I mean, eh, have, have have a vanilla shake with cake on it. Yeah, right. Hey, oh, uh, I didn't mention this, but speaking of reopenings, let me squeeze this in here as well. Uh, over the weekend, my friend Cocktail Bob and I decided to go check out Trader Sam's, and we went back on the day that Disney re-implemented Mask Indoors. <laughs> so I was really Congratulations. very interested to see what this was going to be like. So. To give you a little background, the first thing we did was we went to uh, Jock Lindsay's because I haven't been to Jock Lindsay's since pre-pandemic. I was dying wow. to go wow. to Jock Lindsay's. I miss that place so much. That we, place is awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, we were able to go up. You put your name on the list. We told them we wanted to sit outside. We ended up not having to put on masks because they walked us around, and we ended up sitting on the little boat that's attached to the side of the of the place. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. You got to sit outside and in the boat. Yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So, so you don't have to mask up if you're outdoors. Um, little did I know, they actually had specialty Jungle Cruise items. At Jock Lindsay's that day because it was the premiere day of Jungle Cruise. Oh, that's awesome! By the way, Jungle Cruise, two thumbs up from the Dawes. Just, uh, I I got it on Disney uh, Premium Premier? Access or whatever. Don't mean to completely uh, no, steamroll cool. you. Two thumbs up. Highly recommend. Fun, fun movie. Good. I'm. I've he- I've heard nothing but good things. I can't wait to hear it. I'll tell you. I've, I heard nothing about the specialty items at, at Jock Lindsay's, <laughs> and they didn't, outside, they didn't have any signage for it. The server didn't tell us about it. I only heard about it after we had left. Oh, no. So we didn't try it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's a bummer. Yes. I thought you were about to regale us with all these stories about how, like, you know, uh, you got to have uh, rock the Dwayne Johnson side <laughs> of bacon or something like that. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. Oh. I know. After we left, I saw it and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Because of course, uh, the Disney Food Blog was there, trying all the stuff. Well, well, uh, I, I like AJ and all the people at uh, Disney Food Blog, so uh, shout out to them. But I know we normally say thank a cast member. I think in this <laughs> instance, maybe, maybe shake your fist at this cast member that didn't mention. Um, uh, and as a server, come on, I mean that's like, like I, I couldn't believe they didn't have like little standees out on the tables or something. To or they them. mentioned it. Come on, mentioned. yeah. So we didn't get to do that. However, oh. however oh. I did get a Reggie's Revenge. Well, there you go. All right. And that was good. And I tried a, uh, yeah, what is it called? The Scottish Professor, I think is what it's called. And that was good, too. I liked both of my drinks. I always loved my experience at Jock Lindsay's, but I wish they would tell me when they have specialty items. That's all. No kidding. I, I and, and I'm guessing they were limited time specialty items. Oh, yeah. Right? For sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. Super duper. We, super duper. We did not do Bacon of Doom. We considered it, but we didn't do it because I feel like you... We probably could have done it, the two of us, uh, but I think you need three. I would prefer to do it with three because that's a lot of bacon to consume, and uh, I'm not sure how much is in the, the old-fashioned that they give you, but I think the two of us could have handled the old-fashioned. I was more concerned you definitely about the, chocolate, yeah, come on, the chocolate bacon. It was going to be a lot of chocolate bacon. So we, did, we didn't do it, but I, I really hope to go back soon, uh, maybe with our friends Theme Park Rob and Skipper Bob and... And uh, we'll get we'll get cocktail Bob out there because I just want to be surrounded by Roberts. And uh, <laughs> I was going to say I'm noticing a thing. <laughs> three, and you're going to walk away from that meal named Robert Monorail. Three Roberts and a Justin, and we'll take down the <laughs> bacon of doom. All right, that was a sidetrack. So over to Trader Sam's. Uh, so once you go in the Polynesian, you had to mask up. They had the signs out. Everybody being very polite, as far as I could tell. You had to, once we got to Trader Sam's, um, I know that some people had some difficulty getting in there after it reopened because there was such a high demand for it. I think that was really only the first weekend because mm-hmm. we walked up around, uh, I'm going to say it was like six o'clock, put our name on the list. We were called in like 30 minutes. So no, that's not bad. Yeah. That's, that's really not bad. Yeah. So uh, we did get to go um, and they do have you wear your mask as you go in. But once you're seated, here's the thing you need to know if you're curious It's open seating. They don't put you at a table. It's open seating. And people are moving around the room quite a bit. Um, So, like, if you are concerned, if you're a person who um, wants to be careful, 
it, they they're not like leaving open spaces. They're packing the place full, and people aren't masked, and you're gonna sit with a mixed party. Just so you know, that's what you're getting into at Trader Sam's right hmm. now. That's that's kind of surprising. Yeah. I was surprised by that, too, because when we first went in, there were several open tables, and Bob and I both said, oh, this is kind of like what they were doing at Oga's, where they just weren't packing the place full for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, that quickly changed, and it became pretty full. So, huh. Yeah. So, uh, so be aware. Be prepared. Be aware. Be prepared. <laughs> that you will be sitting with people you don't know. They won't have masks on. People are having drinks. Um, we got a question in the Discord about, is this a uh, place that's kid friendly i argue that it is so before mm -hmm. eight, before eight o'clock you're allowed to have uh children under 18 in trader sam's uh at eight o'clock it becomes adults only uh but even afterwards i don't feel like it's a place that gets like rowdy and raunchy no mm -mm. i mean people people are having alcohol if you don't really want your kids around drunk people because there's going to be drunk people in there but i've never felt like anybody was out of line in trader sam's um it's a place you go in with your little group and sure you're going to sit with mixed parties but it's not it's not like a club you know it's not like going to a club uh it's a lounge and it feels like a lounge it just gets kind of noisy if somebody orders a nautilus or something or a oa <laughs> a oa um <laughs> any of that stuff so and i mean at the end of the day it's still on the disney property so it's not going to you know, after they kick the kids out, it's not like they bring out go-go dancers and, and you yeah. know, uh, some bouncer is doing a line of blow in the bathroom <laughs> or something. Like Back to, I, back to drug use. <laughs> what can I say? I'm consistent, if anything. But, yeah, I would I would, I would, would also back you up on yeah. that. I do think Trader Sam's is, you know, a, a kid-friendly place. Of course, you know, once 8 o'clock hits, they got to yeah. get out. But at the same time, it doesn't, you know, devolve into a fight club or something no. like that. And they have non-alcoholic drinks, and they do serve small <laughs> plates. So there's food. The pork tacos are so good. Ooh. The pork tacos are very good. It's pulled pork. Uh, they give you some spicy peppers on there that were surprisingly hot. And the, the dumplings there. I don't know if I would prefer those dumplings or the ones at Kona Cafe. Uh, the ones at Kona Cafe, you know, they make with the pancake batter, and they come out like you have to break them up. Uh, these come out, you know, they're all individual. They give you some chopsticks. You can pick them up and eat them. Uh the Trader Sam's pork or Trader Sam's dumplings are are very good. If you like that sort of thing, I I would recommend it. So, anyways, had a good time. I ordered a zombie, and I did get my mug this time. There you go, yeah, buddy. The last yeah. the last time we went, I ordered a zombie. I told them I wanted the mug. I did not get the mug. I don't think I paid for it, so it's not a big deal. But I could have because who knows? It's dark. I had you were drinks. drunk, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get the mug. But this time I did. Uh, and I also had, I, at that point I felt like I'd have enough, I'd had enough to drink cause zombies are strong. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I ended up doing the Kona beer flight after that and they give you these little small, like four ounce pours of the, th of three different Kona beers. That's that, that's a good beer flight though. Yeah. I, I got that the last time I was there and top notch across literally the board. All, <laughs> all the beers were good. Yeah, I'd like to do the rum flight at some point, and I and I probably would like those little tiki shot glasses. So someday I might have to get that too. See, like like I love Trader Sam's, but at the same time, it is so dangerous for my yeah. wallet because because I want all the, I want literally every fun souvenir cup that they sell, whether it be a drink, whether it be the uh, the rum uh, flights. Yeah. Uh, I want to trigger all the fun effects, so I'm going <laughs> to yeah. keep buying all the drinks so I can see them all, and then I'm walking out, well, staggering out like four hundred dollars. Uh, 
in uh, in debt at that point. Hey, if you like fire, you got to order the uh, Oa because it comes out on fire and on three sides of the mug, and it's a large mug, they have like little uh, piles of, of cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And they yep. encourage you to like pinch the cinnamon and put it on the and fire. Throw it in, yeah. And it, it's it's like you're a member of the Midnight Society, and we're all are. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, okay, all right, Bravo. I didn't uh, I didn't know we were going to have a Nickelodeon and Disney crossover in this episode, but uh, good job on you, buddy. I've been watching a lot of Paramount Plus, so it's on my mind. Well, good. I, because if I had Paramount Plus, I would just watch nothing but Bar Rescue. I've been I'm watching Legends of the Hidden honest. Temple. Oh, oh, oh my God. Double That's dare. on there. Oh, yeah. It's Guts. I've been watching Guts. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You're going to have to do the rest of this podcast by yourself. I'm going to be signing up for uh, Paramount Plus and watching, uh, oh my God, Legends of the Hidden yes, Temple. Yes. I know. That show was awesome. Yeah. I wanted to be on that show so bad. So bad. So bad. I, I have a coworker who was a alternate for uh for for one of the teams didn't actually get to uh play but he can still say he was there yeah which honestly i don't know if that makes it worse like it's like i i honestly would rather be me and you it's like yeah we just watched it we wanted to go do it yeah. where he was like he was so close he, yeah he was pra- he was in the race and he was approaching the finish line where he got to participate and then just no no you don't you don't. So. I I so badly wanted to be. I want to. I want to run through that temple so badly. Oh my god! Let me do the temple. I always we, wondered. Yes. <laughs> I always wondered when. So the team that wins, you've got the the team of two. It's always a, a boy and a girl, and one of them goes in the temple first. And if they've got a little uh, pendant of life that can save them from a temple guard. If you all haven't watched Legends of the Hidden Temple, I, I'm giving you the this is the this is the Cliff Notes version. Those temple guards like ooh, ooh. I was terrified of the temple guards. Me guard. too. Like gave me anxiety just watching it. I didn't know what anxiety was, yeah. but I now know it's like, oh you were you were yeah. having like 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 a panic attack waiting for these grown men to jump yeah. out of the darkness and grab and you kidnap children. Grab you and pull you into a dark tunnel. Yes. Uh-huh yeah. Uh, yeah. Terrifying. But if you had a pendant of life <laughs> that gave you an extra life and so you could get rid of one temple guard but i noticed on the first several episodes the first person that went in the temple first of all they didn't really know how to get through it you you would go in a room and there were multiple doors so you have to try all the doors because not all of them are going to open but the kids didn't know that so they'd get like stuck trying to open one and the other kid would end up time would run out the other kid would never get to go in so my question if any of you out there have insight i would love to know this if you like at the end of the show, if you were the winning team, did they let you just like go in the temple afterwards? Because I would have been so disappointed if I didn't get to do that. Just a run through. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Right there with you. You can keep your trip to space camp or yeah. whatever, because that was always the grand prize back in the day for Nickelodeon. They send you to <laughs> space camp. It's like, I just want to run through the Dagon temple. Yeah. And, and by the the way putting together a monkey it shouldn't be that difficult like everybody goes to that monkey statue idol thing and they just like like their iq stays in the other room because they can't it's a monkey but it's like are you kidding it's a monkey yeah the pieces were pretty obvious how it went so serious oh my Mm. oh oh kids (laughs) kids getting to do all the fun things and us missing out but um yeah. So so anyway, I, uh, I, oh, th- side story, and and I just figure at this point we're just we're just gonna <laughs> yeah, tangent. screw it, whatever. Yeah, we're tangenting. Uh-huh. We're done. Um, <laughs> there are restaurants opening. Go check out the food guide. Um, so 
when we were when we were growing up, uh, you remember the show Wild and Crazy Kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember. They did like tours around yes. malls and stuff like yes. that. This is what I was getting to, uh-huh, and I think yeah. I think we went there together to yep. to the West <laughs> to Town the East Mall. Town Mall. Oh, it was it was East Town. You're right. It was yeah. East Town. <laughs> Uh, rest in peace. It's been demolished at this yes, point. Yes, R.I.P. and P. Yeah, uh, but yeah, East Town Mall. You're right. It was there. The Wild and Crazy Kids tour came, and it had the host from the show. Like, they, yeah, they uh-huh. were there, and they picked kids just out of the crowd to come participate in the Wild and Crazy Kids. I got picked. I was yeah, on. I was on the yellow team. I actually had a yellow. I'm so mad I don't have it because it was huge. It was like an extra large. But I would love to have that shirt now. Um, it was a yellow Wild and Crazy Kids shirt. I was on a team with a girl. And our challenge, and whatever, we were competing against a few other teams. This is so gross. She had to chew up pieces of gum and then stick them to these comically large clown sunglasses I was wearing with her teeth. And the team that got the most pieces of gum stuck to the glasses won. I don't think we got one piece of gum stuck to my glasses. (laughs) I was so mad. She didn't. She was like chewing the gum. I'm like, you're not supposed to be savoring the flavor. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't juicy fruit. Come on, <laughs> chew and spit. Wait, no. Well, and, and uh, funnily enough, uh, uh, years after that, uh, Nickelodeon apparently had some sort of agreement with Dollywood, and they had a live Wild and Crazy Kids show up there what? with the brand. Uh, of course, not with the host. And I was chosen from the audience to go up on stage and participate. Uh, the game that I was in, uh, I. Fortunately, was uh, the one in the chair, and the and the goal was for my teammate to throw pies at me and tr- <laughs> and and like she missed every dang one of them. I'm like, come on, just just clobber me. So at the end, uh, I didn't I didn't wear a pie until one of the hosts just turned like from behind me, wham, Whack. right in my face, and it was awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, man. Well, at least we got to participate in that. Yep. Uh huh. I don't think they ever like I don't think they recorded and ever showed any of that on TV. It was just no, really... no. That was that was just for for the local market. At that yeah. Point. Local you, market. you were either there or, or you missed it. Yeah. So uh, but man, good times. All the crazy crits was awesome. Good times. Uh, what were we talking about? I think we were talking about Disney. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, let, let's talk about this as as we wrap up the news. Uh, I, I do want to talk about this because it's probably the biggest topic of conversation. And and you all know if you're if you're listeners to this program, you you know where we stand on this sort of thing. But I I'm just going to share the facts as they are right now. Take it or leave it. This is what it is. If you are traveling to Disney, I already mentioned this uh, because of the Trader Sam story. Masks are now required indoors at Walt Disney World again. We're taking some steps backwards. Uh, not great. But no. if you're staying plugged into the numbers, the numbers in Florida are the worst of anywhere in the country. And Congratulations on being a hot spot, buddy. Yeah. Uh, we actually had, I think just yesterday, we had a, a peak day. Uh, we had more cases of new viruses in a single day than we've had since the like peak of the, of the previous pandemic era. So uh, things are going not great. Uh, and that's you know we really chose the worst time to have the dumbest people to to delete us didn't we? well <laughs> so look i i think as i said we've we've voiced our opinion on this multiple times so it's it's no 
it's no mystery where we stand. We feel like you should be masking. We feel like you should be vaccinated because mm-hmm. I, I think as a society, whether or not you feel like this is personally what you want to do, I think in order for all of us to be healthy and move forward together, we're going to have to do this whether we want to or not. And I get people feel like it's a personal decision. I understand. I will say this. I don't think it's a political thing. So people should stop making a political thing. It's not that this is a Mm -hmm. public health and safety issue. And, um, what we, what we know is that 90% of the people that are getting hospitalized are unvaccinated, uh, over 90%. Uh, what we know is that the variants are replicating and mutating in unvaccinated people. These are facts. Um, and I, in order, if we're ever going to beat this thing, if we're ever going to move forward, we've got to do it together. And that means sometimes changing your mind about whether or not you wanted to wear a mask or whether or not you wanted to get vaccinated. And if you don't do that, we're going to be living in a, in a world where we're just, this is just the the normal. We're never going to get rid of this thing. So, um, I, 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 but bottom line, when you go to Disney, they've got rules you got to follow. Um, and who knows? It, it, it could the, the mask mandate could come back for even outdoors. They could return to social distancing as things continue to worsen. I really hope it doesn't mean that the parks will close for any length of time. But like Landon and I have been talking offline about this. I mean, it's not off the table. It happened before. Mm-hmm. And there is precedent. And if these numbers continue trending that way, once again, speaking of precedent, me and my mom's trip might end up being canceled. So, yeah. uh, yeah, to echo what Jay said, go get your vaccine. Wear a mask. Please. Be di- like, this This isn't a you issue anymore. This is an us issue. And unless you're medical professional, uh, medical professional that you trust with your health care says you, you probably don't need to get a vaccine, go get a vaccine. Yeah, I think that's fair. And, and, I think and, that and is quite, a fair And statement. quite frankly, it's like, this might sound callous. Go get a vaccine or die. I'm sorry. Like, like we're to that point. And, and, and I call dibs on your stuff when you do. So like, well, I, I, so what I would say is I I think you, I think you made a really good point there. If you, if you're a person who really feels like, well, it's not FDA approved, um, it might be dangerous. There are people who say, who are saying this and that about it and whatever, go talk to your doctor. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Go get your doctor. They know more about this stuff than you do. And if your doctor says it's unsafe, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. If your doctor says it's safe, please do it. Please. Yeah. And and I understand that there are some people that have medical conditions or they're, they're uh, immunocompromised uh, where the doctor might say, no, right now, this probably isn't your best option. And I feel for those people. I really do. Because people like me and you, Jay, we can go out there and get the vaccine. And we have, by the way. But there are people like me and you, Jay, that have chosen not to do so. And like I, I, I see, OK, it's not FDA approved. I don't know what I'm putting putting in my body. You put stuff in your body every day that you don't know what's. Can you tell me what all of the ingredients are for Dr. Pib? <laughs> Can you? Or Mr. Pib? Mountain or, or Thunder. Mountain Thunder. Yeah, shout out to Mountain Thunder. That's a, that's my favorite Walmart uh, brand. But it's like, like, come on, guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah. If it, Going back to what Jay said, if we ever, if we ever want to get past this, this is going to take all of us. We, and we got to do this together. 
I'm getting very frustrated. Jay's talking about conversations we've had offline. I have had some opinions offline. Yeah. Though I, I, I literally did just say go vaccine or die. So, so maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe my opinions are getting out there. Can't wait to see our last month of one star reviews because yeah, bring it on, away. you anti-vaxer douche nozzles. <laughs> Sorry, that's an edit. Yeah, I'm not. I you kidding me? I don't think I'm going to edit any of this. <laughs> Jay's out of bleeps to give, and I love it. So, all right, that's been serious enough for the day. Wow, yeah, yeah, we started on a serious note, and I uh, ended the podcast with, uh, or at least this segment, saying, you know, uh, vaccine or die. So, fun episode. Yeah, it's kind of like, you're you're obviously being somewhat hyperbolic here, and, and it's just, it, the harsh reality, though, is that um, this is a dangerous virus that is killing people. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, over so. 600,000 people well over at this point have died because of this virus and guess what it's changing it's evolving we we've already had the alpha we're dealing with the delta there's already a third strain the, the lambda. lambda out there yeah. so who knows what's coming next seriously like i i know i was you know all jokey haha there a couple minutes ago i'm being serious please talk to your medical professional and get this vaccine if, if if they tell you it's safe to get. Because otherwise, this is just going to be the new norm. And this isn't a norm that any of us enjoy. Do you think me and Jay are happy we had to break out our masks again? No, no. We we don't enjoy wearing masks. Okay, yeah, sure. I, 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 I bought a bunch of fun ones from Disney. But you know what's not fun? Actually wearing them. Correct. I'm just, with you. Just do it. Yeah, roll your arm up, stick it out there, get get the shot, get two shots if you choose to go with that variant. Yeah, okay, you might feel a little crappy after the second shot like I did. But you know what's even worse than feeling a little crappy? Feeling dead because of COVID. Yeah. Or feeling like this is our our, our new reality. Yeah. Because because if, if 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 we don't step our game up, this is gonna be our new reality. And 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 ladies and gentlemen, dreamers, this is a sucky reality. It's not good. No. It's not good. Like I said, we picked the absolute worst time to pick the absolute dumbest people to lead us. And with that, <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing fast pass standby snack break. We're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to do some fun things and we're going to leave all this talk behind us for today. We're going to play Fast Pass, Stand By. Not going to say the whole thing, because then I have to do the horn, and that's Landon's thing. Yeah. But yeah. it, but it will be time. my gimmick. It will be time once again. So stick with us. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I might need to. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to the monorail. It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. I like that I've started to saying this about segments, just like you say everyone is the favorite member of the monorail family. But this really is. This really is everyone's favorite segment. It's a game that people can participate in. 
It's sweeping the nation. And uh, I'm going to kick it off to you because it's your thing. So, Landon, take over. It may or may not have been posted in the wrong uh, channel on our Discord this week, but it is Fast Pass Standby Snack Break. Each week, we'll have three items that are similar to each other. We're talking attractions, we're talking snacks, shows, etc. And then we're going to rank them. If you want to fast pass something, this is your top choice. This is something you definitely do not want to miss out on. If you want to stand by something, eh, it's not your top choice, but it's still something you're willing to wait in line for because you still want to experience it. And if you want to snack break something, well, you might go grab a snack while your party does this and uh, you're cool. So you will watch the purses and or bags. This week, we're talking about the mountains in the Magic Kingdom. The Ooh. big three. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Ow. Splash Mountain, Ooh. and Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are talking three heavy hitters. Three iconic rides that people will say this is their favorite attraction, not only in Magic Kingdom, across all of the Walt Disney World property. Now I know we got some people say, well, the Disneyland version of Space Mountain is better than... Shut up, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Magic Dadgum Kingdom. And, and to the surprise of no one, we got some very spirited answers in the Discord and a few on Facebook that we're going to get to. So, Jay, now that I've done my spiel, why don't you kick us off, baby? Well, I want to give a shout out first and foremost to Tony, the Disney dad, for being the, f the first one to say, this is the hardest one yet. Yep. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, the Disney dad. We always have to have somebody <laughs> mention that this is the hardest one yet. Yes. It's tradition. <laughs> just like saying yep. this is the best uh, and everyone's favorite segment. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to start with Amanda because Amanda is in the Patreon group and Amanda also, even though you posted the question in the wrong channel, she put the answer in the correct channel. So Good on you, Amanda. I'm glad one of us knows what's going on here. Amanda needs to be like a moderator or something. Um, Amanda can be can can be your 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 co-pilot for the next couple episodes because <laughs> she knows what's up. Clearly, this ding dong does. So she says she would fast pass Splash Mountain. It has all the things: dark ride and a drop. My next two really could be interchangeable. Stand by Big Thunder. I like it, and it's a good coaster. Snack Break sna Snack Mountain. Space snack Mountain. Oh, yes, as a fat kid, that's my favorite ride. Space Spoiler Mountain. Alert. It can be jerky depending on which side you get, and it's difficult to get out of that ride gracefully with a backpack. That's, that's true. Uh-huh, <laughs> yes, yes. That, that is a very good point, yeah. yeah. Uh, Snack Mountain should have been a contender, but unfortunately. Um, yeah, solid, solid answers. I, <clears throat> I'll be interested to see. Excuse me while I clear my throat. <clears> throat> um, I'll be interested to see <laughs> um, as we go forward uh, how many people pick Splash Mountain as their fast pass. And I wonder, is it motivated because it's also going to be changing? So who hmm. knows? Who knows? Hmm. I'm not saying that's a man in the case for Amanda, but uh, I'm just saying it could be. So we'll see. But great job, Amanda. Way to kick things off and way to play by the rules of the discord. <laughs> Amanda is my favorite member of the morning monorail, but also my favorite member of the morning monorail. It's our friend theme park, Rob. <laughs> uh, he says, this isn't the easiest one I've ever done, but I still say it's pretty straightforward. He is fast-passing Splash Mountain. The theming does it for me. Nothing beats the soundtrack. I do not like wet shoes. Right there with you, buddy. But this is such a rare occurrence that I can overlook it to put Splash at the front. He is standby in Big Thunder Mountain. The most certainly 
this most certainly is the wildest ride in the wilderness. The twists, the turns, the hilltops, and the head chops make it a great standby. And he is snack-breaking Space Mountain. And this has no bearing on how popular this attraction is, but I only recently had my first enjoyable experience on Space Mountain. I know the dark is part of the experience, but I come off of it with a sore neck and a sore back. I will, on my next trip, see if that enjoyable experience was not a one-of. So, wow. Okay. All right. I, I I totally get what he's saying. And 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 we might touch on some of those same issues when I uh, give my answer at the end of this segment. His neck. His back. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next up. Now it makes sense why you were clearing your throat. You're getting ready to drop some fat beats on us. You spit hot fire. That's right. Next up, we've got Kevin, our good friend Kevin, who is, of course, the architect of the morning monorail morning beverage. Mm-hmm. Tasty. He says, I still have a whole thing in the tell. I don't know what I'm going to do with. <laughs> <laughs> Smear that stuff on a sandwich. You could do that. Ooh, I hadn't done it then. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fast pass. No competition. This goes to Splishy Splashy Mountain. <laughs> this is one of the only, or maybe actually only, big kid slash thrill ride my stomach and anxiety can handle. I love the idea of getting drenched in cool water during a trip to the parks. Stand by. I went on this once as a kid. My family forced me, hence all the childhood trauma that fuels my sense of humor, and yet, uh, and have yet to since. But guess what? I will. I never will. Uh, it does help my dark soul hearing the screams. He never actually said "Big Thunder," but that's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was trying to do the uh, do the math there. It's like okay, one's listed, another's listed. Yeah. So uh, process of elimination. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big and, Thunder it is. And then his snack break is: I've only heard terrifying things about Space Mountain. So if this is one of your favorite rides, then I suggest some therapy and or medication. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. Um, I mean, to be fair, we all could use therapy and yes, medication. I agree with that, but not because we love Space Mountain. By the way, I just want to say so far, all answers the same. Yeah, I'm noticing a theme. And uh, this next answer from my favorite member of the monorail family, it's Tony, the Disney dad, will not buck that trend because he, too, is fast passing Splash Mountain. It's a thrill ride and a dark ride all in one. A plethora. Do you even know what a plethora is of animatronics and the longest ride? And then he says to us that I need to fact check him. Tony. No, no, I'm not. I'm not here to do your homework. I'm just going to go with it. And once it's on a podcast, it must be true. But thank you. Uh, and the music. I'm interested to see if Princess and the Frog retheme uh, in 2030, but it's just based on how things are going. And, and, and Tony might be being a little too optimistic just based on things are going. Stand by Big Thunder Mountain. This is a fun, wild ride. It's a nice length for a roller coaster. And he, too, is snack-breaking Space Mountain. It's fine. But it's the dark that makes this ride. And also, I feel beat up after riding it. So the trend continues, Jim. Wow. I'm, I'm kind of surprised to see this so far. Uh, I love your pronunciation of plethora. That's That was interesting. I've, I haven't heard that version of it before. But if you, the correct way? But plethora? if you're a fan of the movie The Three Amigos, you know it is a plethora? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm clearly not um, cultured enough to pull that but off. But that's what he was referencing, actually. Do you even know what a plethora is? It's from it's from Three Amigos. Again, I'm not cultured enough to pull it <laughs> off. I'm sorry. I'm just some East Tennessee hillbilly. Well, I would say we have a, a plethora of responses. And let's get to the next one. Nice. This is from Main Street Electrical Arcade. It's our friend Eric. He says, I don't know if this yeah, is actually... I, I like his blog, by the way. Oh, nice. 
I don't know if this is actually the case, but I heard Space Mountain in Disneyland is way smoother than the one in Disney World, and I've ridden both, but I haven't ridden the Disneyland Space Mountain in over 20 years, so I can't really be sure if that's the case. Well, now we've said it on the podcast, so it's a fact. <laughs> but since we are basing it on Magic Kingdom, Fast Pass, Big Thunder Mountain, really solid roller coaster, not too intense, not super short, and usually not an insane wait to get on. Standby Splash Mountain, the suddenness of the drop is always fun, even when you know it's coming. The theming has never been a big thing f- with me, except the design's really nice. So happy to see the Princess and Frog layover in the near future. But anyways, Snack Break, Space Mountain. I've ridden the Magic Kingdom one once on our honeymoon, which was my first Disney World trip in 2010, and it just wrecked my back. I haven't been on since. It actually made me worried that I was at a point where I couldn't physically handle roller coasters anymore. And I've never been into really intense ones. But thankfully, I've only been on stuff like Seven Dwarves, Mine Train, and Big Thunder in later years and been fine. Wow. You know, well, I'm going to get into it with my answer, but I agree Space Mountain is, is, uh, is, is hard on you physically. It has never, like, put me out like that. But maybe, I don't know. Other rides have. This one hasn't. So, okay. Onward. Next up is my favorite member of the monorail. It's Lee. He says, this is probably my easiest one yet. Lee, that's not the gimmick. You have to say it's the heart. Anyway, Fast Pass Splash Mountain. I'm not a fan of getting wet on rides, but like Theme Park Rob, am willing to overlook that for Splash 2. I love the theming, the journey it takes you on, and then the end with a thrill. Plus, the view at the top of the drop is a good It's a good good-un. It's a good one. Okay, okay. Again, Lee, I am the hillbilly from East Tennessee. You can't be stealing that from me and my people. Stand by. Big Thunder. I do prefer the version at uh, Disneyland Paris, but the Walt Disney World is a great, fun, classic ride. And I like the old-fashioned, shaky-style coaster. It's a basic but nicely styled queue, and the theming follows until the end. But if you got on your glasses and hats, then you best remove them. Yes, I don't know yes, if he's he referencing Adam the Woo, but on, every time Adam the Woo on his videos rides Thunder Mountain, he has to go, best remove him every time. So, mm, Okay. All right. Well, then I, I learned something because I don't know <laughs> who, who that is. And Snack Break uh, Space Mountain. I've only ever liked one of the sides. Not sure which one it is, but one of them shakes dim bones a little <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> then riding Hyperspace Mountain at Disneyland Paris. Uh, yes, we get it. You've gone to Disneyland Paris. Stop. <laughs> Really sealed the deal for me, and Space Mountain is no longer on my list of rides I got to do. And then he asked, is that better uh, at Main Street Electrical Arcade? Are they feuding? I don't know. Let's let's start that rumor. They are feuding. They're going to fight at All Elite Wrestling's uh, Double or Nothing coming up later this year. So uh, be sure and check that out on the uh, (laughs) pre-show. What a tease. (laughs) All right. Now we got Lewis at Disney Pick-A-Day on Twitter. He says, hmm. Encouraging people to support Splash Mountain. Interesting move. Fast Pass. <laughs> the look Landon is giving right now. <sighs> Fast Pass, Space Mountain. This attraction makes me giggle through it because it is so rough, even going less than 30 miles an hour. I especially love the little jump you do somewhere in the middle. That's where I almost lost my uh, Father's Day Ray-Bans. I don't love that little jump. <laughs> The only downside of this ride is getting into it. It feels half a mile of walking after you enter the front door to when you exit the ride again, but it's a definite must-do and could do this coaster all day, but not the queue. Stand by. Big Thunder. This is the quintessential wild but still tame coaster. I love rides with a pretty simple seat and restraint, and the theming's awesome. Love the goat. I could see myself riding this coaster all day. (laughs) 
There's a theme here. Snack break. Splash Mountain. The only reason is the seating is kind of unpleasant and always hurts my feet. I'll also have this love-hate relationship with getting wet in a theme park ride. And not wet everywhere usually, just wet enough to mess up the glasses and get parts of your shirt seat wet. It does have the best drop of them all, and it is a very long ride, but the comfort level lowers it. Hmm. Yeah, all right. Enough. Yeah. Next... <laughs> Is uh it, it, next up is my favorite member of the Monroe family. It's my friend and yours. It's Jeffers, which of course, as we know, is uh, short for Jeffany. Uh, fast pass. I was ready to put splash here until Lewis reminded me of the wet feet slash getting wet in general. <laughs> Refreshing on a hot day, maybe, but I think that allowed Big Thunder Mountain Railroad to pull into the station as the victor. Family friendly. Thrill ride with terrific theming throughout. Stand by Splash Mountain. Great bang for your buck. 15 plus minute ride. Great music and a drop that still makes me nervous. Has that great Disney water ride smell. Uh, it also is a great ride to be on with someone experiencing it for the first time. Those false drops are great. And stand by. Ready, do, launch. Space Mountain finishes third, but there are no losers here. I disagree. Uh, still lots of thrills and a favorite for my mom and my eldest daughter. So we get three generations in it in the three-seater. That's awesome. Loved the Christmas overlay last time we went there, too. Musical guest, my mom. <laughs> full circle, full circle. I like that. I, a three-generation Space Mountain ride. That's pretty cool. That That is awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. All right. Now we've got Adam from the Mouse and More podcast. He actually gave some reasons this time instead of just giving answers. So, Adam, you actually get red today. <laughs> Fast Pass Big Thunder. It was my first roller coaster. So many things to look at. Tech Q is awesome, but very hot. Overall, one of my favorites. Stand by Space Mountain. I like how cold the AC is, and it's cool to be in the dark and not really know where you're going. Snack break splash. I don't like to get wet. I mean, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. If you're not a fan of getting wet, I could see uh, see why that would be third. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is my favorite member of the monorail. It's Val Pal Mickey. Uh, fast pass Big Thunder Mountain. I love this attraction. The narration at the start is classic Disney. And it's just fun. Don't disagree. Uh, stand by Splash Mountain. This was hard because I really could fast pass it too if I could. Uh, it is so awesome. And I love the hidden Mickey details. I'm going to miss the FCU gopher after the refurb. Boo Knowles, go Vols. Uh, and stand by, or uh, snack break rather, Space Mountain. It's painful and messes with my vertigo if I ride it more than once. Although I do like the Disneyland version better. It did feel, yes, I like the Disneyland version better. All right, yeah. Thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks, uh, Dr. Powell. <laughs> I have a question. Uh, in your new show, are you going to throw people in the penalty box? Uh, everybody starts in the penalty box, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. All on equal So, uh, so y'all are on notice. Just, just go ahead and start preparing. All right, Skipper Bob. Fast Pass, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. What an all-time great coaster. Even better at night? Almost a different ride. I mean, we learned that if you listen to our bonus episode on the Patreon, mm -hmm. you might find out that Big Thunder tested very well in the After Dark category. Yeah, that Patreon that we're no longer taking money on. Yeah. Go, go listen. <laughs> Stand by, Space Mountain. The lights came on once while halfway through. Haven't been on since. I wonder if that does he think that like now he's going to get decapitated? I don't know. I told, and we'll we'll talk about this when we get to our answers. I feel like I'm about to die at every 
turn on that ride. <laughs> mm, that's part of the thrill, my friend. All right. And then <laughs> Sank Break. That's that's a Skipper Bob classic. Sank Break. Splash Mountain. Old enough to know the source material, but never felt 100% comfortable with it, so never ridden. I will change that once the new paint job is finished. Hey, oh, nice. interesting. All right. That's an interesting approach. I actually hadn't heard anyone say that before, so I compliment you, Skipper Bob. Well, I'm not going to compliment Skipper Bob, but I will compliment my favorite member of the monorail. It's Lexi. This one is complicated, and I'm going to go with my first reaction. She's going fast pass Splash Mountain. The duration alone puts it in the lead. It's actually worth a longer wait. Doesn't hurt the zippity doodah is her favorite Disney song, hands down. I am sad that my next trip will be the last with Briar Rabbit, but I'm very excited for the new inhabitants. Uh, Princess and the Frog was such a stunning music and enigmatic characters, they couldn't have picked a better IP to pick up that torch. Yeah, I said enigmatic characters. You did so, uh, in your face, everybody that says I can't talk. Standby Space Mountain. Apparently, I'm not too old just yet, as I haven't gotten banged up on this ride. Uh, wrote it during um, Mickey's Not So Scary and Without the Lights On. I swear it went so fast. <laughs> I loved it. But I also have nostalgia from the pre-Fast Pass and smartphone days and all the games we used to play in line to pass the wait time. Was even able to conquer this tongue twister. Care to give it a shout? One smart fellow, he felt smart. Two smart fellows, they felt smart. Three smart... Touche, Lexi. (laughs) Touche. And then snack break, uh, Thunder Mountain. You made me do this, Landon. Yeah, because I came up with it. Uh, My brother is going to hurt me for putting Big Thunder last. I truly adore the ride experience, but... That line is just so hot and crowded that I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. On the bright side, the realism of being stranded in the desert is quite accurate. Thank you, Lexi. That was a uh, killer answer. Very, very good. Well done. And we're wrapping it up with our friend Cocktail Bob. He said, this is the easiest for me, but also dependent on season. If the spring, summer, fall, if the spring, summer, fall, we were drinking at this point. Uh <laughs> This fast pass... Oh my gosh, Bob, what did you do? Okay, he's going to fast pass splash only one with active photo pass for fun shot and beautiful castle view. I swear, I'm not drunk. Oh my god. I feel like I'm having an aneurysm just hearing this. Bring on the new theme. It will still be my summer go-to mountain and magic kingdom. Okay, stand by Big Thunder. Snack break space. I love this ride, but I'm 6'6", and it's uncomfortable, and I fear decapitation. <laughs> In the winter, it's Fast Pass, Big Thunder, Standby, Space, Snack Break, Splash. Just too cold in the winter for uh, drenching. Oh, Bob. That was... I feel like I was set up. This was a setup <laughs> to read this thing. Uh, was but it a hit job? I think it was. He, he was literally uh, typing this up while we were sitting at the Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace. So he was like, I didn't respond yet. And he was working on it. It's like, whatever, man. That's when I decided to take some selfies with the musician. Um, <laughs> we do have a, a few good res- choice question mark. <laughs> we do have a few responses on the Facebook. I say, you know, there's only a few. We should read them. Absolutely. Uh, I am going to give a shout out to my favorite member of the monorail. It's Cassie. Okay. I've been a lurker for a little while now, but this surprisingly is the easiest fast pass 
Fast Pass standby <laughs> snack break. I've had to figure it out for myself. Fast Pass is Space Mountain. Can't beat the nostalgia factor here. And one of my favorite memories was getting to ride it twice in a row during Mickey's Not So Scary because the cast member loved our group costume. That's pretty awesome. Were they dressed as space? I wonder. Yeah, Cassie, let us know what your uh, group <laughs> costumes were. Uh, I'm curious on that myself. Standby is Big Thunder. If it were not for the nostalgia slash memories tied up into space, this might have been number one, especially riding it at night. And snack break is Splash. I don't do wet rides. If I could sit in a water-free section or be able to get out before the big splash, I would have to reevaluate, and I will 100% ride it at least once when the new Princess and the Frog theming is implemented. I enjoy the wet rides when I'm on them, but walking around in wet clothes for the day is a no-go for me. And Cassie, I agree with you on that. Agreed. Oh, now it's my favorite member of the Monorail family. It's Michael Matande. Hey, by the way, that's my gimmick. Stop stealing it. Sorry. It's he he though, I mean, come on, he's Hakuna Matande. We all love Michael. He's he's like Steffer's biggest <laughs> fan. Yep. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's, he is the best. He says, Oh, good one. The Great Mountain debate. Fast pass, Space Mountain. This ride typically has the longest line, and that's for a reason. I mean, you sound like Ric Flair. Space Woo! Mountain <laughs> Space Mountain is about as intense as it gets when it comes to a thrill ride at Disney, so if excitement is your criteria, it's mine, then this is the best option in my humble opinion. Plus, Ric Flair refers to his junk as Space Mountain. And there you go, many, yeah. <laughs> how many rides have a storied history with a pro wrestler? Not many, ha ha. Oldest ride, longest line. Anyway, considering that he did do the woo, I can't do the, you do it. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Anyway. I used to be able to do a really good woo, but uh, my my voice can't support it anymore. He says, anyway, considering this personal tie and the overall fun nature of the ride, Space Mountain has to be given the top spot for me. Standby, Splash Mountain. Besides the issues presenting by, presented by the problematic film, it was based on the ride itself is great. It's the perfect blend of theming you expect to see only at Disney with the animatronics and dark ride elements combined with the thrill of an old school log ride. Plus, the water's quite refreshing on a hot day. You shouldn't drink it, though, Michael. Don't drink no, it. No, no. You really shouldn't drink any water at Disney unless it comes out of a, out of like a, a, a cup or, or a water fountain. Yeah, and don't forget turbidity. Yes, yes. And then snack break, <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. This, is, this one is a bit too wild for your boy. This is a fun ride for sure, but it's more tough, in my opinion, than others. Plus, there's nothing about it that makes it uniquely Disney. As I've said before, we are all about theming, and Western theming can be found at any other theme or amusement park. Sorry, Tony Baxter. Whoa. <gasps> Whoa. Watch you it. do not f- sh- fire shots at T to the B, Tony Baxter. Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Get in the penalty box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you do not besmirch T to the B on this podcast. Wow. Not while I'm still here. All right. Well, I mean, there was a sentence left, but I can't read it because, Michael, you're in the penalty box. Sorry, buddy. By the way, congratulations. You're the first person I've sent to the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll get a plaque once you're in there. Uh, maybe uh, m- maybe a cup of fruit as well. Ooh, mm-hmm. fruit. Something to snack on. Uh, next up, we got Keenan going fast past Splash Mountain. Don't get me wrong. I totally support a re-theme, but this ride, it has it all. Storytelling, music, thrill, water. It does have water. Good call on that, Keenan. Uh, standby, Space Mountain. Just an all-time classic coaster. I love the lift for it, the sound throughout. Really unique experience and snack-breaking Big Thunder Mountain. 
still love this ride and you can't beat some of the views, but by comparison to the others, it's a fairly generic coaster. Plus, it beats you up more than space, so that loses points too. Interesting point there on the end. Mm. Mm. It's interesting to hear people say that Big Thunder beats them up more than space. I wonder if we agree. Well, now it's time for us to answer, right? Sure. Okay, we can get into it. I mean, since it's since it's our turn, I think it's our turn. It's it's time for us to address these issues. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we'll we'll go ahead then. Okay. Uh oh, hold on a second. Oh wow, I was really wrong. We had four more responses on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I was I was going to say, are we really just going to leave Ryan and Joe and Natalie and 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 Lainey in the cold? You monster. What? See, I I am the people's champion, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Monorail, he in fact does not have a favorite member of the monorail, where I have several favorite members of the monorail. Okay, I screwed up. I, You know there's a little click button that says see more comments. See more? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, did you click on that? I did now. Okay, okay good. Sorry. Mm-mm-mm. Justin Monorail, why do you hate the members of the monorail family? I really don't. I just am getting, <laughs> I'm aging to the point where I can't do technology anymore. All right, so we got Lainey. Lainey says, I just want this to be made very clear that all of these are must-dos for me, but if Landon Doan is making me choose, curse you. I'm censoring myself. Here I go. (laughs) I'm glad one of us is censoring ourselves, which, by the way, yes, Lainey, I am making you do this. Fast Pass, Splash Mountain. It's by far me and my daughter's favorite ride. We love the theming as it is right as it is right now, but very excited for Princess and the Frog refurbishment. Perfect ride to cool off on a hot day in Florida. Stand by, Big Thunder. I love the twists and turns on this attraction and the queue. It's interactive and fun. I always try to sit in the back for the most thrill. And then Snack Breaks, Space Mountain. Again, all these are must-dos, but this ride could use some updates. It's a rough ride and jerks you around quite a bit. The queue is outdated and boring. It's my daughter's and wife's least favorite ride, so I'm usually going solo. Hope everyone in the Morning Monorail podcast is having a fantastic week, and I look forward to hearing Landon's and Justin's answers, and he cursed you again. Ah, ah thanks, buddy. Not, not for the cursing, but, but for the well wishes on the, uh, on the good week. Next up is my favorite member of the Monorail family. It's Ryan, Fast Passing Splash Mountain. It is quintessential Disney ride. All right. Stand by uh, Big Thunder Mountain, the most underrated ride in all of Walt Disney. That's interesting. Blows Seven Dwarves Mine Train out of the water. That might be a fun conversation. Underrated rides in WDW, but we'll circle back to that at another date. And finally, Snack Breaking Space Mountain is an iconic Disney ride, but it doesn't quite resonate with me like Splash and Big Thunder Mountain do. All right. Fair enough, Ryan. Thank you for weighing in. And uh, I really like the comment of saying Big Thunder Mountain is the most underrated ride in all of Walt Disney. Hmm. I'm not sure that's true, but uh, all right. Well, we can have that conversation at a later date, sir. All right. Sir. Joe over in the Facebook group says, really tough one because I love all three. Fast Pass, Splash Mountain. Love this ride. And the length of the ride itself gives you the most bang, bang for your book. Stand by Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. This was a tough choice, but ended up with this. And then Snack Break Space Mountain. I love this ride, too. So it was tough to decide between this and Big Thunder. But I'll Snack Break this one. Love all three. So this was a hard choice to make. In fact, you could probably say this was the hardest one of all. There it is. He said the thing. Yep. (laughs) And you get to wrap us up now with Natalie. 
who, by the way, is my favorite member of the Monorail family. It's Natalie. She says this is another tough one. Fast Pass Big Thunder Mountain. The nostalgia in this ride always gets me and leaves me with a huge smile on my face. Stand by Splash Mountain. Nothing beats the feeling of heading into the drop, wondering if you're going to get drenched this time and realizing you're a little too close <laughs> to your dinner reservation to guarantee you dry off in time. Very excited for the refurb. And finally, snack breaking Space Mountain. Listen, listen, listen. listen. I love Space Mountain. Love the air-conditioned indoor queue even more. However, when you sit on this, one really impacts your experience, so sometimes I come off a smidge rattled. Still enjoy it, even when I'm mega spooked after riding it in the first seat. Oh, that's my favorite spot. Yeah, okay. All right. Now can we voice our opinions? I mean, if you want to ignore the rest of the Facebook, con- okay, yeah, there's no more. And by the way, Steffers, uh, we're 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 still not reading your answer. Well, I mean, the, even even more so when you don't provide one. Exactly. Come on, Steffers. Steffers. Okay. Jeez. Well, what is she doing? <laughs> doing her own show now or something? I don't know. I, I Jeez, it's not like we plugged it at the beginning of the podcast or anything. Adventures with Steffers. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go because for me, I think this is pretty easy. Once upon a time, we did a little uh, hypothetical game of like if you could get a fast or a magic band that would provide you lifetime fast passes to any attraction in Walt Disney World, what would it be? My answer was Space Mountain. I love Space Mountain. I don't necessarily want to um, always wait like sixty minutes for it. Uh, plus, if it's like, in my opinion, when I see the posted times like thirty minutes or less, I'm going. Um, and maybe even 40. I might go up to 45. Who knows? But uh, there is a breaking point. But uh, I I do love it. I, and for me, it's because I love the space theming. I mean, I'm a two-time uh, space camp graduate. Uh, just need to throw that out there. I love the space theming. I love the music. It's literally probably my favorite cue music in all of Walt Disney World. Um, it's something I listen to a lot. I'm a huge Tomorrowland fan anyway. Um, and I love the ride. I mean, sure. I mean, it's in the dark, so you can knock the theming all you want. Although I love the lift and I think it's cool that the TTA people mover goes through there and you get to see like the astronauts upside down and that sort of thing. I like the cheesy projections of, of the stars, uh, on, you know, on the dark dome of space mountain when you're on the inside. And I, I love that, uh, that decapitation threat. Like it's, it is a thrill. Um, <laughs> uh, and for me, like this ride does not. I don't come off this ride hurting. Uh, I, I'm not sure why. I um, there are other rides that definitely get me. This one just usually doesn't. I mean, is it bumpy? Is it is it rough? Sure, but I, I don't know. This one doesn't get me. I, I hope I don't get to the point where I start feeling it. But I could do this one many many times and really enjoy it. So fast pass Space Mountain. Uh, I'm going to stand by Big Thunder. Now I recently said this ride has definitely climbed in my estimation. Over the years, uh, it wasn't my favorite ride when I was little, um, but as I've gotten older and developed a real passion for roller coasters and, you know, of course, theming and history and all that stuff, Big Thunder just continued to, to climb the charts for me. And, and I have been an, been able to ride it at night, not during the fireworks, but during uh, nighttime hours at the parks, I've ridden Big Thunder and it's, it is a different experience. It's really, really good. Um, it, it just... To me, it is classic Disney. I, I was surprised that Michael said that about it. I mean, I know Western theming, you can say what you want, but 
this this mountain actually has a story. Uh, it has its own theme song. If you really dig into it, like there's a whole the uh, there's a whole mythology around Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, a lot of that story plays out on the ride. Um, I like that there's so much to see. It's really good. I mean, maybe someday I get to the point where Space Mountain's hurting me, and these two are going to switch spots. But um, <laughs> but for now, stand by Big Thunder, and then I'm going to snack break Splash Mountain. Now, back in the mid 90s i probably would have told you this is like my favorite disney ride and nowadays it comes down to my love of splash mountain really equates to my nostalgia for it um i don't really want to get wet when i'm in the theme park um i like it when they're not using the cannons uh, the the splash cannons uh on the drop at the end because there's a better chance you're not going to get drenched and you can ride it and come off uh, relatively dry I love the music. I love the animatronics. I think, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a boat ride. I love a dark ride, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, people make valid points. It's got a good length, but especially right now, the wait for it for me is unreasonable. Um, I'm not going to wait, you know, hour plus 75 minutes, 90 minutes for splash mountain. I'm just not going to do it because the, the queue is, is hot. Um, that's one thing that for me puts Space Mountain in the fast pass spot because it's an indoor queue. Most of it, like 90% of it, you're indoors. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel I feel I feel pretty confident for me that Splash is my standby. The, the other two, you know, any given day we could debate it and maybe one's a maybe I mean, snack break. Sorry, Splash is my snack break. Any given day, the other two could maybe flip flop at the top. But Spl- but Space really is. Even today, I, I when I go to Magic Kingdom, I feel like I've got to ride Space Mountain. I just have to. So, okay, and and I definitely uh, see the points you make, uh, and you make some good points. Almost changed my mind on a couple of my uh, positions because of the argument you made. But I'm I'm sticking to my guns with what I came in. Uh, I kind of went back and forth on my fast pass and the uh, standby, but for me, the snack break was always the same and that snack break is space yeah. because i, <laughs> I am it. to the point where like i get on that ride it's fun it is classic but i am of the mindset that i am going to die every time i get on that ride because here comes a beam here comes another beam here comes another beam so i have to constantly hunch over and brace every bone every muscle in my body while i'm on that attraction so i am to the point where i get off of space mountain and i hate existence just because (laughs) existing hurts at that point like not to the point where it's like okay i'm just gonna go ride that bench for two and a half hours (laughs) just come poke at me to make sure i'm still breathing not not to that point but enough to where it 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 takes away from my enjoyment because I am a roller coaster guy. I love me a good roller coaster. Space Mountain is a good roller coaster, but getting off of it, I know I jokingly referred to Primeval World as the people breaker. Now that that ride's gone, Space Mountain might have inherited the the crown, so to speak, <laughs> when it comes to the people breaker because I like like you, multiple uh, time Space Camp alum, you know, pop mm-hmm. you call or whatever. And I do love the theming. Uh, getting off the ride is fun when you can kind of bounce on the uh, on, on on the ramp going up. Well, I, I really enjoy that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 fun. Who would have thought getting off of a ride would be fun? But the ride itself leaves me hurting. And if I still have several hours in the park that I'm planning on doing stuff, I don't want to 
limp around because I got on Space Mountain too early. So for that reason, it is going to be my uh, snack break. No slide on it. I do agree. It is iconic. It is, you know, vintage Disney. But for those reasons, I might not make it into my rotation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to snack break, and this one kind of kind of surprises me. I'm going Big Thunder Mountain because, like I said, I am a big roller coaster guy. Uh, big Thunder has uh, once you get on the ride, I love I love everything about it. It's fun, you know, going up uh, in, in, in the mine, the rocking back and forth. I think it's such a fun effect. The possum that, uh, that 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 hangs over one of the bunny hills, like I am a big fan of that possum. Um, little short when it comes to the uh, to the ride, I feel like, but at the same time, generally the queue isn't too outrageous, so I I I feel like it's a fair length. And then maybe most surprising even to me, I'm going Splash Mountain as my fast pass because I too, much like many of our members of the Monorail family, I hate getting wet. In a, in a theme park, particularly, I think it was, uh, was, uh, Lewis mentioned the wet shoes, wet shoes can straight up ruin your day. Not only in a theme park, just in life in general, walking around in soaked socks and shoes, you're going to get blisters. You're going to like eventually have to just sit down and take care of your feet. And that that can just completely detour what would have been an otherwise amazing day in the park. But the animatronics, the music, the theming, that drop at the end is so dang cool. That brief moment where you get to look out over the Magic Kingdom and then come plummeting back to Earth is one of the best things in all of the Disney parks. Now... I too am looking forward to the retheming, the reskinning with the princess and the frog because there are problematic issues when it comes to Splash Mountain. Um, but I'm kind of surprised that uh, that that got my uh, top spot because I bought freaking Crocs, Crocs, just because of this attraction <laughs> because I wanted to be able to ride it and not have the specter of having my day ruined with having drenched shoes and socks. Yeah. So, uh, uh. Yeah, congratulations, Splash Mountain. You get my uh, fast pass. So. I I'm a bit surprised by that. I mean, I know, I know you love Splash Mountain, but I did, I didn't think you would take the top spot. But wow, I, I'm I'm very surprised. Honestly, uh, I I went like I said, I went back and forth uh, I, a couple days after this posted. All right, Big Thunder's going to get it. Ah, well, maybe Splash will get. It. Nope, nope, it's definitely going to be Big Thunder. No, it's definitely going to be Splash Mountain. But I'm 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 happy with where I landed, yeah. but like I said, the one consistent was Space Mountain is in that snack break spot for me. Yeah, okay. And I again, get it. like like I'm, and you say you don't hope you get to that point. I hope you don't get to that point where this where this ride completely wrecks you because you love this thing. But I am I, I'm I'm to that point. Hi, my yeah. name is Landon, and I'm in I'm in the group. I got a I got a membership ID. Uh, uh, it's called a bad back. Yeah. So uh, and Space Mountain isn't that great when uh, you have to, like I say, tense every muscle in your body, and you're hunched over for the ninety seconds, two minutes you're on the ride because you. At least I come off of it feeling exhausted and hurting. So. Yesterday, Bob was saying when he rides Space Mountain, he feels like he can't reach his arm. Or two days ago, Friday, he can't reach his arms out to the side because he's sure he's going to lose one. He would. He, uh, he, he would. might. He might. <laughs> I don't know how he would do if he stuck his arms up. Being you know six six, 
He, I know he's not going to get decapitated, but I don't know if he should be reaching his arms up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, Bob. I wouldn't. He could easily, you know, at the end uh, where you're winding down and you go through the red tube and it goes like that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I always, you go in the tube, I always say, don't touch it. And then I reach up and touch it because I have to. Um, <laughs> Bob might be able to like lick it. <laughs> I wouldn't lick it either. Don't lick because, it. Because weirdos like Jay are touching. I touch it. I touch it every time. Yep. <laughs> but I say don't touch it, but I touch it. No touching. Yeah. Um, I want to ride Space Mountain now. Woo. That I mean this one this one was good because I feel like you know it's your it's your classic it's your it's your Magic Kingdom mountain range and uh mm-hmm. I I think I'm I came out of reading these responses pretty surprised uh that for most people it's like uh Splash Mountain was number 1. I think that's the majority that we got Splash Mountain yeah, number 1. Yeah. Yeah and and I'm right there with you. I was very surprised that that ended up being the ride that our our, our monorail family went yeah. with hmm. you learned something granted new. granted i ended up going the exact same way so they know what they're you, doing <laughs> you did it you did it yep so i'm really surprised it took us this long of doing fast pass standby snack break to get to the three mountains of the magic kingdom well you know maybe you felt like this one was a little bit obvious and you were trying to be more thoughtful with yours Sure, that more, sounds good. A little more esoteric. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm esoteric, and I'm also looking up what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the word of the day, esoteric. Last week, it was ubiquitous. This week, it's esoteric. Wow. Well, somebody got a word of the day calendar, didn't they? These words are, wor- well, I know esoteric. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't necessarily know ubiquitous, but I do now, and it's funny because definitely the thing has happened now that I looked up the definition. I know the word. I've heard it several times since then. So <laughs> like other people use it. So, but I know what they mean. I get it. Wow. You are smart. SMRT. <laughs> smart one. That, that's the name of the robot that I couldn't pull the name of. We This was like on a live show or something. And I was trying to talk about uh, who knows why it came up, but I couldn't think of the name of the Epcot robot. But that was it. Smart one. And now that loop is closed. So <laughs> Thank God you closed it. Yeah. For those who listen to that live show, you know that I had struggled. I probably named it something stupid. I can't remember. But, you know, as we always say on this podcast, whatever we say is law. If I, mm-hmm. gave, it, if I gave it a new name, that was its name. Congratulations, new named robot. Yeah. Just deal with it. That's the reality. Deal with it. All right. Michael Matande, you can come out of the penalty box. I'm sorry. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're kind hearted. I was drunk with power. I throw and, people and, in there. And more accurately, words. drunk with Blue Moon. So <laughs> Blue Moon. It's a good beer. And a good song. And a good show, too. Anyway, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I, think, I think it's time to wrap it up for the day. So uh, I'm going to do our quick plugs here. So, of course, uh, like I said, uh, we're kind of heading toward the grand finale, but... Uh, join that morning monorail family group on Facebook, because like I said, I'm going to keep that one open. Uh, you can follow us. We're on Twitter morning monorail everywhere. Our voicemail is four zero seven nine one seven two one four four that you can call and leave us a message, whatever you want to do. If you want to leave us something for that epic grand finale, I'll be happy to play those messages then. And, uh, morningmonorail.com is the website that will link you to all sorts of things. The T public store, which is still active for now, but also adventures with Steffers. So yeah, all kinds of good stuff. And she's just getting started. She's, she's a brand new baby bird out the nest. So go help. Her I out. just hope Steffers remembers us when she's the queen of podcasting. She won't. 
Let's no, no, she absolutely won't. Let's be honest. We're we'll no. we'll be blips in her memory, but yeah, we're we're, we're going to be tiny footnotes in in in, in her epic story. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Landon. How about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, L A N D O Z. Please go follow me, Landon Don. I'm the best, Landon Don. Not the rest. That's where you can follow me. Two hundred and eighty characters at a time on Twitter. I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk ninety eight seven WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming six to ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time at News Talk nine eight seven dot com. Also available in the iHeart Radio app and the News Talk nine eight seven app as well. We've had a couple members of the Monroe family, uh, for whatever reason, listen to my show nice. uh, uh, to me on the Phil Show. So I greatly appreciate. Uh, you giving us your time in the morning because God knows you can give your time to literally anything else, but it uh, means the world when you do give us some time. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. And uh, be be decent to each other. How yes, about that? Be decent. I apologize if I went a little bit heavy handed in the first segment, but uh, I'm I'm just kind of kind kind of frustrated with some aspects of our uh, society. It right can now. be frustrating when it feels like we're pulling in different directions. Yeah. Yes, yes, but. Like I said, be decent to each other. It doesn't cost you anything to be nice, to be decent to your fellow human being. You don't know what they're going through. They don't know what you're going through. So yeah. just be good to each other. Be we- good. And and especially this week. Thank a cast member. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Those those poor, poor. Um, uh, oh, my Lord. Thank them, but also be very patient with them. I don't yes. know. I don't know. It was pretty, for, for me, it was heartbreaking to see. When Disney announced the uh, the change to mask policy, so many cast members were coming out on social media going, oh, God, like this is going to be Here miserable mm-hmm. because yeah. they know what they're going to deal with from Karen's. I hate I'm sorry. I know people hate that use, but really, it's I don't know other another way to put it. People who just feel entitled and think that they can have some sort of like in. An indignant right to do whatever the crap they feel like, no matter where they are. And mm-hmm. that's just not how it is, guys. Nope. So, nope. And understand that these are kids. They're being told by their bosses to implement a policy. If you've got a problem with it, go talk to Bobby Chaps. Don't talk to the cast members. Yeah. If you yell at Joseph, uh, who's helping you get on Big Thunder Mountain, Joseph didn't implement the rules. He's just doing what he's told. So don't yell at Joseph. Yeah. Don't yell at anybody, but especially Joseph, specifically on Big Thunder Mountain. But if you want to yell at Bobby Chaps, do it. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, he he, he gets way more money. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah. If you have to yell at somebody, go yell at him. He makes the, he makes enough money to deal with it. He'll he'll dry his tears with his dollars. Exactly. And he'll be fine. <laughs> he doesn't give a crap what people like us say about him. And he just, you know, he's like, oh, that's such a shame. Well, I'm going to go on my yacht and enjoy some caviar and uh-huh, try, to, yeah. try to deal with these feelings I'm having. I'm going to get on my smaller yacht so I can ride out to my bigger yacht uh, in the middle of the ocean and uh, and laugh at you people as I watch my bank account go up. Exactly. So Once again, shout out to Joseph at Big Thunder Mountain. And shout out to Bobby Chaps. Number one member, our favorite member of the monorail family. Uh, no, that's not true at all. But you all, you all are, you all are listeners. He's going to be so upset to hear that the Patreon shutting down. He's the least. He's my least favorite member of the monorail family. Wow. If I can wow. be honest. Okay. All right. Wow. We are being honest. Yeah. <laughs> but all of you are our favorites, and thanks so much for listening today. Thanks so much for riding with us all this time. And please, please, please. Enjoy these next several episodes. We're going to have fun with it. Probably be a little looser than usual. Uh, and More uh, full frontal nudity. I guarantee we'll, that. We'll see how it goes, but building up yeah. to that big grand finale. And then we'll at that point, we'll announce 
Landon's new show. So the pressure's on. Oh crap. I still got to do that. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. He's going to start a show called WDW today. <laughs> well, that already exists. Sorry. We'll call it w, uh, WDW today dash uh, Dillo's Dawes um, dash WDW, WDW radio. W- uh-huh. Uh, dash Disney food blog. Uh, <laughs> Dash uh, ESPN. Dash, dash Diz Unplugged. Uh-huh, yep. And uh, Dash The Avengers. So. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> weird to see that. Like, it'll it'll suck to look it up on your podcatchers, but... Uh, once <laughs> it's going to be a very niche podcast is what I'm telling you. Once you get all those names in there, <laughs> then they'll, they'll all know to come for Landon to send him a cease and desist. Exactly, yep. So... <laughs> Have a wonderful week this week. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. If, you, if you're hooked up on the socials, we'll talk to you there. And again, if you got any questions, comments, feedback, anything, please, um, if it, in regard to the what we announced at the beginning of the show, uh, private messages are, are preferred at this time. Um, but, you know, uh, we're all going to deal with this together, and we'll lean on each other, and we'll be fine. How do you feel about skywriting messages? I would prefer not not banners in the sky. No skywriting, no singing telegrams. Oh, well, I'll take a ooh, singing, I'll sing, I'll take a singing telegram. That could be fun. What about a sexy saxogram? I would take that too. Okay, all right. Yeah. So keep those options in your mind. But until we hear from you through the sexy saxogram, <laughs> have a magical week. We love you all. Bye bye. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time.